0: From worlds beyond to right at the gaming table, these are all my fantasy children. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Aaron. Welcome all. To All My Fantasy Children. My name is Aaron kitano Sayez. And my name is Jeff Stormer. And this is All My Fantasy Children. It's a character creation, world building, and storytelling podcast where each week Jeff and I sit down and read a script. We sure do. We sit down, what we do, here's what here's what happens. We sit
1: down, we are in, you know, we are in All My Fantasy Children's studios. Yep. It is in Burbank, California. Yes,
0: it's in Burbank. <laughs>
1: it is you know the the center of, of sort of the modern voice acting and imagineering industries mm-hmm. and we have we have a, a task a team of imagineers to really bring some of the concepts of character creation you know your prompts are sent in we hand them off to our to our development team. We hand them off to our production team. It's a lot of smaller studios sort of located both in Burbank and around the country. That's right. And we we trust them to, you know, bring concepts to life. You know, we're not just <laughs> looking for, we're not just looking for, you know, fun and games. We're looking for for scripts that speak to a part of the human experience. So, you know, we get, and for every prompt that's sent in, we get somewhere between eight and 12, you know, submitted prompts from uh from area studios and independent writers we we read them all we don't pay for them they're paid an experience and we then take our prompts we take we take our favorite prompts and we then sort of like just riff on them and you know it's it's something where we want scripts from writers who are comfortable with their names not being on the product because like you just love the ideas. It's about loving the ideas so much yeah. that you're that you're fine not getting credit or a paycheck. Yeah. And you're fine writing for 300 or 400 hours a week. It's all about it's really just about the love of the craft. Really, this is a podcast about the love of the craft yeah. more than anything.
0: It's about the love of the craft.
1: Like you send specifically us... the specifically the witch movie, The Craft from the from the nineties. It's a lot
0: about the craft, but like what's important is but also that... Hocus Pocus. <laughs> popular. Are we just listening to popular witch movies? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I don't know any. <laughs> other. God damn it. Uh, those are all that I got. Those are I'll all, all that I got. But we're oh, paying... the, the little, was it The Littlest Witch? The fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> could she like the movie about The Littlest Witch. Hold on. The Littlest The Littlest Witch. witch. What the fuck is this? Oh, There's a book. This is a movie. Oh, The Littlest Witch. I'm seeing it's the Smurfs season three, episode 41.
1: Oh, I might be thinking of The Worst Witch. <laughs> yeah,
0: you're looking at The Worst Witch from 1986. Jeff, that predates us. And The Worst Witch is also a Halloween song. From a YouTube account that I'm seeing on Google called Harry Potter's Daddy. <laughs> What's <laughs> well, I'll have you know that I've just Googled Witch movies. Yeah. So we're gonna be we're gonna
1: be here for a while. Yo, this
0: intro fucking sucks, but I'm here for it. <laughs> because you're being uh, Wait, this intro's great. Do you know why it's great? Because right now, you're not getting anything out of this, and that's because we're paying you with exposure right now. Yeah, we're paying you with experience.
1: The experience of listening to a really bad podcast introduction. Aaron, do we have a prompt this week? <laughs> Fuck.
0: We this show used to be good. Did it. Did it. I've never listened to it. Um, <laughs> prompt of this week comes from friend of the show, Alice Kira, Magical Girl Kira on Twitter. And the prompt is, please give us a magical girl. No, I don't mean to correct you, Aaron. <laughs> I don't mean to
1: I don't mean to well actually you. But uh actually Yes. The prompt is by Magical Girl Kira, please give us a magical girl. And then by at Meglish, Meg Dornbrock on Twitter, that is Make Her a Dwarf. And <sighs> then by open sketchbook Erica Chapel on Twitter that says Bunny themed. And then Gazer, Mr. Gazer on Twitter, her animal advisor is a Flemish rabbit and just a big friend. We have to do all of those? That's what the prompt says. It's uh, I'm looking now at a prompt from All My Fantasy Children at AMFC underscore podcast that says that we have to use all of them. Well,
0: and that's fine. This is a I don't remember very...
1: sending that tweet. So uh, clearly, somebody else with access to that Twitter account. Oh, God. confirmed that we would be using. Did all four I of those do tweets.
0: that or did you? Oh God, it's fine. No, this is fine. This is fine. Welcome, All My Fantasy Children is a very serious character creation podcast. It's like. You know, taking all the wellspring of experience that Jeff and I have over over a decade and crafting the greatest story of all time so we can handle mm-hmm. that. Let's take it a step at a time. Let's take it a step at a time. So first, we've been talking a lot of—I've been talking a lot of bullshit on social media about the, char- about the character class barbarian. I've been throwing okay, a lot of fucking like, dumpster That shade. could
1: have gone a lot of different directions on account of all the different bullshit that you have been talking at oh, all times yeah, on at, at media. all times.
0: My social media is the dumpster fire, but I don't give a flying poop. So, we've been talking a lot of shit about barbarians. Because fuck that character class. It's really weird and like... Vaguely racist. <laughs> vaguely racist. And I don't even know if you can say vaguely racist. <laughs> vaguely is being very charitable. <laughs> being very generous. Fuck that. Um. So, we're going to make our own. And I had I had pitched a title for you that is still pending for a character class that kind of channels their emotional state, but like not just one; it can be like any, and it sure. can generate a variety of things happening. Um, the idea, the title was Emotionancer, but that is also like name pending. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see where we land with
1: it. Okay, like I know. Like, I like the idea. I'm trying to find, like, the word that, like, kind of puts it into, like, like, clicks it for me. Yeah. As to, like, what the sort of core of like Like, the idea is good. I just want to find the name that, like, clicks it into place for me as to, like, what it's doing. Because it doesn't quite feel like it's
0: magic. Okay. To me. Because my my first image in my head this this is this is a peek behind, not a peek behind the curtain this is like welcome to us breaking down this idea so my first image was of someone in battle like if you if you are this character class right this unnamed character class and you saw like you know your friend get attacked and you got scared would you like would you know, from the earth come like steel walls, and you box yourself in because you're a little scared to keep yourself safe, or like you keep you protect them with steel walls or earthen walls. Go con 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 conk, and like lock this person in a shield of protection because it, well, you know, it's manifested your emotional state.
1: Okay, see, I, okay, that means we were, we were thinking of two different things. Yes, what were you and thinking? And for that, Emocio Mancer works really well. I was picturing it as entirely, like, self-focused, mm. so, like, in the way that, like, barbarian rage, just go with the idea for a minute. Yeah, of course. Let's talk through it, let's talk through it, I'm gonna try not to eye-roll too much at the concept. Yeah. Um, or rather, at the, the, the sort of, barb- the undertones of it all, not the concept itself. Barbarian rage as an idea. The idea is that you get angry, and therefore that anger like channels power within you. So, like, I was thinking of the idea, like, you know, if you are scared, your like your body and your 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 self changes. But I think that's like, so it becomes like, if you are scared, you know, your skin, you get Colossus skin, and like, you are now impenetrable harm, and it allows you to sort of channel that fear and sort of transform that fear into something positive but it's sort of self-focused like if you get angry you get Hulk muscles if you get scared you get Colossus armor if you are happy then like you are like a beaming glowing radiant figure stuff like that but it sounds like we're in, we're on different
0: sounds like we're well, in different places actually I don't see why it can't be both got him um I quit <laughs> he's walking out folks he's walking out of the Burbank Studios thank you so much for your prompt submissions the show is done but I don't see why it, it couldn't be both. Because um, what if story wise, this character class is like it's like one. It's a case by case basis, and mm-hmm. it's something that's like unpredictable or you know unstudied. Like it, it's not something that you can really put your finger on and give a definitive. You know, this is what it yeah. does all the time. Because I was something thinking of something that manifests. Like, you know, in a way, like if we're going on the fact that it's feelings, they are unpredictable and like, you know, you can't exactly put your finger on what anger is. It's always kind of different, usually, or like what scared is and how it manifests in your body. You know, uh, if if it's a case-by-case basis, things could happen differently based, you know what I mean? Within mm-hmm. the re- like you know, within the realm of emotions, things could project differently depending on the moment. Or is yeah, that sure. too no. broad? Is that too broad? No, a brush I think stroke? that's.
1: I like that. I like that it's. I like that it manifests differently in everyone that does it. Because I like the idea that your feelings are different than everyone else's because they are your feelings. And so, for me, like the the idea of a class here is the idea of learning. Okay, is learning not like. You, I don't think it's a thing where you can, like, for instance, looking at thinking about, like, a wizard, I don't think it's something where you can learn how to, like, cast a, you can't learn how to cast fireball. Mm-hmm. You're just gonna fu- cast fireball, like, y- y- you know, it's not something that, like, I cannot now cast fireball if I go to, if I learn, if I take this class at wizard school, I can now cast fireball. It's like, I have discovered that I have the ability to occasionally shoot fire, and now I have to learn how to control that.
0: Yes, it's unpredictable. And it is at times, I don't know if it's scary, but you use the idea would be using whatever you're in and living in it and like kind of accepting the feeling. So it would kind of also imply that you, you, you accept whatever kind of magical result you get. You know what I mean? Because if you're living in that moment of emotion, you kind of have to just go with whatever comes out. Like, one day, you know, when you're angry, say, just because, you, you shoot a fireball, you know, but the next day, like, you may get Hulk muscles.
1: Yeah, it's about channeling your emotion into, like, a positive—it's about channeling with the emotion that you're feeling and sort of tapping into its full, you know, magical potential— and like, and saying, and, and having such a thorough understanding of yourself and your emotions that you are able to tap into a magical wellspring within yourself and say like, this is where I am. I can't magically force myself to be angry or scared or sad or whatever. You know, like the, the realist feelings are going to be the ones that like are just
0: where I am feeling at this moment. Yes, there's an element in my head of a uh, surrendering to it. Like, you mm-hmm. kind of surrender, like, you kind of, you can't do this unless you surrender yourself to, like, this is where I am today, I'm not, like, you can't, for, if you try to force a thing to be, I think, like, nothing happens. Like, you kind of just give in to wherever you're at, and it's not always offensive. Like, you know, if you're angry, or if you're upset, that doesn't mean, like, you know, you're gonna have a in Rage, like, beam attack. It could be, like, I'm very upset, and so, like, you know, I release a healing burst. And maybe, yeah, or
1: it's like, I'm very, I'm very angry, and so therefore I am able to, like, recite facts and, like, recite facts and see things that I have never known before, and it's just, like, I like the idea that it's half surrendering and half merely, like, under, like, self-understanding. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I think part of it is, you know, thinking about, uh, not to get too real, but I think there's an element of, like, mental health here of, like, understanding your emotions and knowing like, where you are in an emotional place, and if you want to go to a different emotional place, like, sort of your, how to understand your body and your mind and your, like, sort of, your sort of impulses and your sort of routines and how to sort of carry yourself to that place in a way that is safe and safe and encouraging and positive and, like, that i think is part of it as well because it's like okay i'm angry now like this is what's going to happen if i'm if i'm angry this is what i'm going to do if i want to be calm i have to know like what's going to calm me down Exactly. Or what's go if i want to be happy i have to like kind of work through the processes of happiness or and it's all and then the other half of it is saying yes i am sad i am merely going to allow myself to be sad because that is because fighting against that is only going to make it worse. So yes. I think it's a lot of it's a lot of there's a lot of big big
0: concepts going on here, but I really like it. Good. It's definitely a nice change from the just like you just get mad and that powers you up. I'm like, well, I mean, it could be, you know, why can't you be a healer in this case? Or it's a jack of all trades scenario where it's like you never know what what the slot machine, what the pull is going to have. But you kind of let it happen and go with it. Whatever Mm -hmm. you're whatever you're feeling, you kind of accept it and use that to empower yourself and your friends. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. so the prompt. So let's talk about this prompt. Let's talk about it one step at a time. So, please give us a magical girl. So, a magical girl. You know, a popular genre of magical girls who, you know, have a power that kind of both empowers them and complicates their lives.
1: Yes. Now, uh, here's 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 where we're at. Yeah. I'm going to throw this to you. Okay. There's two things, two important things that I want to know. Yes. One... I'm going to be throwing this a lot to you because, admittedly, and this is going to get me added on the internet, I have virtually no experience with the magical girl genre. And that's okay. We can always make our own too. Don't forget. I'm going to. I'm going to trust you. I'm going to trust. I'm going to follow your lead here. Two. What I don't want to do, because though I have not watched or listened to or read very much magical girl centric content, I know enough people who are very, very big fans that what I don't want to do. A dark, gritty, freak deconstruction or reconstruction or re-examining of the magical girl idea. No, yeah, absolutely. Because I know that I know that that is a bad idea. I know that because my friends Meg and Erica and Alice have all said that's a bad idea.
0: Yeah. So I was thinking we kind of, uh, you know, make our take our as, as we are want to do. We take our own twist on it. We take a swing at it. Yeah, like we don't have to recreate Sailor Moon. No,
1: but I think I think having those I think if if we're going with the if we're going with Magic Girl Girl, I think having some of those tropes is fair game and I but I think I think acknowledging the joy
0: in them is something that is important to me. Absolutely. I was kind of thinking more of like because we we started with this idea of uh and this emotional, you know, character class. This emotional Emotion driven character. What about class. channeler. Ooh, fuck God. Yes. God. Yes.
1: Because you're channeling
0: your emotions uh, into a positive state. Yes. Fuck yes. Okay. So because we're starting with this channeler, um, and that leads where you use that's the that's the gas we're putting in this car. We can just take the fun things of the magical girl genre that I like, which are magically appearing outfits um sure that's my one of my favorite parts is that like you know when you kind of invoke your power as a magical girl like you get a new costume so i think that that reflects like you know this when you're when you're tapping into something of course you get a magical outfit that appears that reflects where you're at and your abilities and stuff like that day Mm -hmm. like you know if you're if you're upset and not even i I don't even want to put a an image, like, I want everybody to have their own image of, like, what this outfit looks like, and, and it changes, I think, from a case, but like, if you were to cycle through all the planets of Sailor Moon based on, you know, where you're at emotionally, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, I'm into that. But it doesn't have to be a Sailor outfit, of course.
1: <laughs> no, I think it's an outfit, I think it's a magical outfit that sort of reflects the the nature of the emotion and also also sort of the magical abilities that are coming from
0: that emotional state. Yes, and it's, I got him obsessed with this.
1: Now, the idea in a magical girl thing that is important to me that I have enjoyed in the tiny bit of magical girl content that I like, and in hearing people who are much bigger fans of magical girl content talk about it, the idea that's important to me that I would like to carry over into this character is the idea of balancing a very mundane social life. With sort of these magical responsibilities. Oh, so yeah. I don't want this, I don't want her to be a character. We can say she, her, because it's in the prompt. Yep. Um, I don't want her to be sort of a wanderer, a person without a life, a person who is married to this cause. Yes. She is not someone who has, she is work playing that balance of like, she's doing whatever her magical girl quest is, which we can decide that. But it is important to me that she also be, like, going to school or having a job. Like, we, I don't know how old we want her to be, but, like, it is important to me that she have a life and responsibilities and that she be happy enough with those life that that ordinary life and those ordinary responsibilities to not want to leave it all behind and dive headfirst into like magical monster hunting or whatever we want it to be
0: it can not it can be not that i love this because an important part for me of the magical girl genre is that you have this power like i said before it empowers you it empowers your life but it also complicates it Um, you know, because you want to have, this person wants to have a balance. You know, it's, it, it it is that joyful fun of, like, seeing Clark Kent try to go on a date, and he's looking at his watch, because he knows Lex Luthor is, like, tearing up the city. You know what I mean? He's like, do I leave the date? You know, in the Mm -hmm. same way that, like, Usagi or Serena, um, they have a tough time sometimes, you know, going to school, having friends, because occasionally, when Queen Beryl's, like, fucking shit up... You have to transform, and at times that means that you know your BF and all your girls like you might have to dip and you know fight a demon or something, and that that sucks. It's complicated, mm-hmm. but it, it it makes you who you are. It helps that that kind of you. This person will learn how to become a hero and find balance. I think through mm-hmm. this power, and that this this leads me to an interesting question about this character. If we can start diving into who she is, yeah, is for sure. uh, um. Is she the only one who can do this? We can say yes. It doesn't have to be a team. It can be like she is the, the channeler. And she can like maybe the first and she can teach this craft. Or was she given this ability? Or do you know what I mean? Is this... is this Which is a, more interesting to you? Ah, this is a, what I don't know. This one's a tough one. Because uh, like, you know, Sailor Moon is, is given the ability, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that is... And that is part of what makes – what I like about Sailor Moon is – and just, you know, this – a big part of, like, that storyline in general is when responsibility is thrust upon you. You know, how do you find balance? Sure. But it is also something that we can also twist into being, like, this is something she has worked for a long time at. Now she's in a place where she has responsibility. How do you still find balance? You know, like, we always talk about it as when you get the thing, like, that you're after in life. How do you right. keep want getting more of it, or how do you, you know, you've been dreaming about saving the world, so you train to be a hero. Now you are the hero. How do you still live a life and have a balance? I like that. Okay. So she has trained her entire life in order to be a channeler. Mm-hmm. In order to have a full mastery of, you know, the, is it something that kind of manifested young? Or is this actually something you can train, like, uh, mentally, honestly, and physically to... I like
1: it being a thing that you can train. Because, like, it, it, I like the idea that it is it is something that you can sort of, you know, it is, you know, managing your emotions is something you can teach yourself. Mm-hmm. And that is, that is important to me that that be, like, a thing. Yeah. That it is that... Positively managing your emotions is something that can be taught, and given sort of you know the nature of like a lot of fantasy is probably something that I can see being taught. Maybe not to the extent that it becomes magic, but like let's just come out and say it: it's a little bit of like a a a a a little bit of a utopian or like a magical, like a positive and optimistic. That's the word I'm going yeah. for. It's an optimistic fantasy world, so I think like. A, a, a sort of societal, a sort of societal emphasis on, like, positive understanding of emotions and mental health are things that, as someone who deals with a lot of those issues, is important
0: to me, to that that be a thing that is fairly prevalent in the world. Hell, okay, then I am obsessed, so... A lot of this episode, hey listeners, a lot of this episode is going to be kind of just building this up and we'll get to the character because all this world building stuff I think is going to be important to doing her justice um, and not just having like, uh, you know, a plain wash over like, and then she shoots a fireball, lol. Like, no, I, I, so if, okay, so you said that this is something that's control and, you know, respect for your emotions and learning how to be a more comfortable person with your feelings is something yeah. that's universal in fantasy.
1: Yeah, and I think I think there are small sects of people, there are small organizations, small orders of people that have sort of tapped into the magical potential of
0: that. Okay, okay, so it is a choice to be like, or is it something that's like, not? Wi- I don't want to make it like wild, like, oh, one day I got upset and lightning crackled from my fingers. Or is it, is it that... You know, is that the road we want to go down, or is it, like, you know, there is power within your feelings, you know, if you learn how to channel it?
1: I like it being the latter. I don't necessarily okay. think it's something that is—I I like it being something that, like, you know, maybe it's a little bit in the middle, but I like it being something that, like, you are sort of choosing
0: to move into this space. Because this is something that I also I find to be important, because— one that it, that implies that there is you you have a mentor you know which I think mm-hmm. is important in this department is someone telling you like you know we're gonna all we're gonna respect where we're at and you said mental health is important in fantasy and you know respecting your feelings and blah 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 that means it's important that this mentor can also like if should you want to go down this road there is someone there to help you and that's where I think the the there was an animal companion prompt you said mm-hmm. yes you know in the way that Luna the cat. Helps Sailor Moon along in this process. I think that's where this animal companion comes in, in being like, you you have great power in this, and I I can help you wield it in a safe way that it you know so that it doesn't you know basically they have an they have an animal companion that helps them along in this journey. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. It is a Flemish rabbit. <laughs> let me let me Google image this just so I have an idea. I also must Google image this. Oh that's fluff. Oh that's, fluff, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a that's a big big fucking rabbit. <laughs> that's a big boy. <laughs> Holy shit. Look at this big boy. Look at this absolute unit. Look, look at, at this it? chunk. Oh, look at look at him next to this baby. Oh my god, it's the size of a dog. Oh. Y'all. Whoa! Oh. I need this. Oh. oh. Okay. Okay. Okay.
1: So, obviously, we're going to make this rabbit the size of, like, a horse, right? Oh, if we are now. Right? Yeah, like, I think I, so. Obviously, yeah, I it. want this Why? rabbit to be the size.
0: Like, I'm looking at this picture. You see the one at the fence? You see the one at the fence where it's on its hind legs looking um, over
1: a fence? I Here's the thing. Oh. I, do you see this picture next to a baby?
0: <laughs> I do. as a, a big bunny. <laughs>
1: I want this but for like a full grown like maybe not an adult because i think like teenagers having it be like a young person is an important part of being a magical girl Absolutely. but also we could consider it being an adult because yeah. i think i'm also open to, this, to the idea but like i want this visual
0: yeah for like a grown-ass person i'm about this fucking life okay giant giant ass rabbit okay so let's talk about this giant ass rabbit for a moment um Okay, so this part, let's let's name this girl. Let's name this magical girl, just so we have a nice mm. point of reference. It's got to have a real good, um, also, it's really good that we have a rabbit based on the whole sailor moon. Um, so, fun fact, in Japan, the moon looks like um, rabbit eating mochi, and once you see it, you will never unsee it. And sailor moon, I think, hold on. Do, yeah, and Usagi means rabbit. So that's why Sailor Moon, like, get it, tee he. So I oh, think okay. this whole rap is okay. So also, can we talk about that? This is a rabbit. This this is a rabbit person. This is a beast, yeah. and they have a rabbit. They have a rabbit companion. Yeah. So this is a rabbit person, and her name is. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, we could go with some. We could just have a lore shout out in all my fantasy children. Okay. Is is this Kathler, Catherine the Rabbit person from the from the tale of the uh, Pageant of Iron of old? Yeah. Okay. Because this person ends, ends up being a constellation as well.
1: Well, I also like the idea that, like, I like the idea there as well that, like, I like the idea that there's a certain element of, like, theater to it. Okay. Yeah, I'm about this. Because, like, I mean, if you think about, like, this is a question that I think this is a question specifically for uh, Aaron katano who is here on the podcast with me Mm -hmm. i mean acting is channeling your emotions to create like to create art yeah like that is that is a key part of 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 acting
0: yeah and it's not self-generated it's just like like you can't live in this moment
1: right like saying i am angry or i am sad now is bad theater it's gonna have no effect it's it's you have to you know to a certain you know there you have to kind of feel have that sort of moment of emotional connection and say like i am feeling this sadness i understand this sadness to a cert- to an extent where like where i understand like how to put myself in that space in a way that is like in a way that is safe and is controlled and is is properly managed because like you want to be able to put yourself like in a space of impossible anger or impossible sadness or you know beaming joy but you also want to be able
0: to snap back out of that when the scene is done. Yes. the the An important part of like acting is like you go there, you know, like if the scene is dark, you know, you, you can go there and you're like sobbing with your scene partner. But there is an element of like safety and yeah, that like you can shake it off. And your scene partner is there to be like, You good? Like, I'm here for you. You know what I mean? There's always a, your scene partner, if you're alone, like, it, it's always about a level of um, public privacy, but also like safety, where like, yeah, you know, right. once you shake it off, everybody breathes and we go, We all good? All right, cool, let's move on. So I am okay. You have just kicked this up a notch. So Catherine the Rabbit person is an actor. Yes. Also a channeler. Because this is, I think this is kind of what, this is kind of what pushed her in that direction. You know what right, I mean? Would sure. be, Would be a childhood and a lifetime of training in theater and, and acting with Big Jeremy um, kind of pushed her in this direction of like, my emotions have power, you know? Uh, and, oh, say so. okay, so where does the rabbit come in? Where's the Flemish rabbit come in? Is that something that just appears? You know, is that, is that? you know what i mean what what is with the rabbit maybe the rabbit okay side
1: note i side note i know that we said we would do a thing but i i am i I i'm enough into this idea that i do have to apologize to erica and meg that we're not going to get to uh we're not at least to meg because this is not going to be a dwarf we've established this is a beast person i'm sorry Meg. oh whoops i forgot to another yeah it's all good we can always make more we can always make more We'll always make more. We'll get. To, we'll make. We'll get. We'll, get, we'll there. get. there. We'll get there. But what if it's sort of a? You know, we've said it's unpredictable. We said it's tied to your emotional state and like the actual
0: magical effect of it. Maybe she just summons a giant rabbit. Okay. Okay. I have. I have something for you then. That's really good. Yeah. So this is Catherine the Rabbit. Living in Iron Hill, um, she's training in acting. You know, Big Jeremy is very, you know, supportive of her gifts and is like Catherine, like you have something special. You know, you, you you're a really wonderful actor, but also like no
1: one has ever come back for three Iron Hill pageants. Yeah, the Pageant of it's Iron a, is it's a tough. You know,
0: it's a tough show. It's a tough show, and you handled it masterfully. Like I think, I think she's been playing Big Jeremy for a long time in the Pageant of Iron. And Big mm-hmm. Jeremy's kind of just being like, you know, she has her version of it that he really respects. It may not be, you know what I mean? He he probably has feelings of like, well, I didn't say it like that. But, mm-hmm. you know, but she's very powerful. And he's like, there's something special about you. I, I can't put my finger on it. But you have, like, you have, you're a powerful actor. And yet I think, like, he's encouraging this kind of exploration of you know emotional capability and emotional vulnerability and then i think honestly like just while she was practicing on her own like imagine the image i'm giving you is she's sitting alone in a magical girl theme she's sitting alone in her bedroom you know her parents are downstairs cooking dinner and they're about to call her for dinner and she's sitting on her bed and she's has her piece of paper out and she's running through this monologue and she's really feeling it like do you remember when you were a teenager and you were listening to music and you were like or like show tunes or something and you are fucking emoting in your room and you pray that no one walks in because you'd be in the middle of like on my own from Les Mis like sobbing and you know someone would walk in you're like oh my god I'm so embarrassed so imagine this monologue that or this show tune that Catherine is rehearsing on her bed and she's like in it she is feeling herself and is deep in this well of emotions, and all of a sudden, like boom, this giant Flemish rabbit boom lands on her bed right next to her, and she's like, Oh my god! And the Flemish rabbit is like, Catherine, like you've called to me, and I am here, and I am here to be your channeling guide, and then, like, you know, you hear Catherine. The heck was that? And you're like, um, uh, one second, one second, mom, hold on. Uh, uh, and there's that kind of, cause I want to add that fun complication of like, what are these powers? What am I going to do? I'm just a teenage actor. Yeah, I'm into that. She's just the theater kid. But now there's this Flemish rabbit in her room that has to help, that is going to help her kind of become a hero. The detail that I want to add.
1: Is thinking about, like, you know, th- we've, we've got a few other summoners around. Yes. I don't think the rabbit goes, goes away, and I don't think she ever has the ability to, like, no. decide where. Like, I think, like, the rabbit has been summoned. Yeah. And is just here now. Yes, this is this
0: is it now. That's why it adds that fun, conflict. This is Luna the cat from Sailor mm-hmm. Moon, where it's just like, what are you? I, I guess I have a cat now that talks. Uh, okay, can you go away? No, I can't. It's your... I, you know, I'm here to support you and everything that you need. What, I don't even know what you're talking about. And it's like, well, you called me. So clearly there's a need for me. And I am obsessed. Okay. So th- what is the Flemish rabbit's name? This is very important. Uh, The Flemish rabbit's name. It has to reflect the overall theme that we're going for. Because Luna is, you know, Usagi's name, which means right. rabbit, which is in the moon. You know, it's all this whole thing. But also it's a bunny. You know, like a big ol' bunny.
1: What if going off of the idea that it's a bunny? Yeah. Going off of the idea that like it doesn't necessarily mean that she was like feeling negative emotion. Hear me out. I'm I'm with you.
0: What if its name was Hop Skip? Oof, I love that. I love Hopskip. I also love the idea of a girl like running through with her headphones on, like you know, feeling herself in her room, like really going after this 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 monologue. And a bunny appears and is like, I am hop skip and I you have called to me. I'm like, what? Oh, so Hopskip is now her guide. Yes? Yes. Well Hopskip is her is her support. this, this is so so okay. Look, an important detail because I'm really into this and I know we're like 30 we're probably after edits like 36 minutes in. I don't give a shit. What is the relationship? Is this her mentor or kind of like her, I'm here to like, I'm your, like, you know, this is your pep squad type thing. Like, I'm just here to support you. Because if this is not about manufacturing and like controlling an uncontrollable power, we established that. Is this, is this the, the mentor relationship that we talked about? I think so. Okay. So this is someone who's going to just, you know, be her emotional, this is her emotional support animal.
1: Yeah, this is her, it's her best friend and pet honestly
0: like it is it is her animal companion
1: it is her per it is a person it is a a sentient animal with whom she has a unique and special bond that like she cares for and like teaches her how to be a better person while also allowing her to like while also giving her joy and companionship and de-stressing her when she's worried and like it is a mutual relationship Aaron, this is absolutely just a pet and it's a pet and it's person
0: i love it I love it, and I, I, that makes me incredibly happy. So now what? So we have uh, we have Catherine, who is a channeler, who's a young channeler, who just realized that kind of, like, how does, does she realize in that moment that, like, or does Hopskip explain, like, you know, you called to me, like, you're... Is this when the relationship of the channeler and all the stuff we we talked about before is this when that's explained to Catherine and the magical gorilla element appears where like her life becomes a little more complicated because it's like you can help a lot of people with this ability. And I think so. If you if you if you're willing to reach out and grab destiny, it's there for you. Yeah, I think so. Okay, so now what? She has a mm. she has a life as a high school theater kid, you know, yep. and now she has a giant rabbit. You know, who's like, you know, you can help a lot of people, you know, with with this ability. So now what? Hmm. You know, d- does she just become a hero or do things in Sailor Moon fashion? Sorry if I'm just harping on Sailor Moon. That's my magical girl show of choice. Um, and that's all I'm going to really draw on because I don't know about, I don't know the other ones. So do things start happening that only she can kind of like help with, you know what I mean? Like Queen Beryl appears and starts fucking shit up, and she has to like fight. You know, is it that or I, I like that a lot? Okay, I like that a lot, and here's why. Yeah, I'm gonna draw from a non-magic
1: girl uh, source. That is something that's been on my mind a lot lately. Awesome, and it's a recommendation for you, Aaron. If you have not, if you have not partaken in this particular thing, as well as anyone listening at home, Aaron. Have you seen Into the Spider-Verse? I have not yet. You gotta see it. I it's want It's real to. good. And, like, the idea of, like, there's a lot of overlap between Spider-Man and a magical girl. So I like the idea that, like, maybe it's not straight up being a vigilante, but I like the idea that, yeah, she's got these ability. You know, with great power, there must also come great responsibility. She, like, has these magical gifts. She starts, like... She starts practicing these rituals and these, these practices that like Hopskip is telling her about and suddenly it's like, well, okay, if I allow myself to get really like frightened, I can leap over a tall building. Mm. And suddenly it's like and suddenly it's like, oh my god, like this house this building is on fire. Like I have to like feel that fear, feel that fire, like know what it means to be burned, or and like know what it means to be afraid that I'm going to be hurt in this fire jump inside and rescue someone and then jump out. And I think
0: what's really beautiful about that is Catherine shows up to say this burning building mm-hmm. and she, she feels the heat and like if it scares her, she's like, that's okay. It's not like, no, yeah. I gotta be brave. I gotta be here. It's like, no, like hop skip is like, it's okay. You know, feel it's that okay to be afraid, and channel it. And then she yeah. takes a breath And all of a sudden she leaps in like, you know, like lightning. She kind of, it looks like she teleports in, but really she just ran in and out and grabbed the people because she wanted to get the fuck out of there. She was scared.
1: She's scared. She's afraid. But like, it's that she was afraid and still did the, still did the thing, which makes it, which makes it true heroism. I love this. Or it's that like, she's angry. She's angry, but she does not let that anger like consume her. She knows that it's a part of herself, but she knows that it's something that, has risks and has, you know, consequences that makes her a hero and makes her magical. Like, that's the magic, right? Is knowing, is understanding, is loving her emotions, but understanding that there are specific things that, they're, like, understanding there are specific times and places and ways that she can use them in a, in a positive
0: way that helps people. Is what makes it really magical. And the thing that makes it a magical girl show is the complication of like, you know, when you're at rehearsal and you suddenly have to leave. Yeah. Because Hopskip is like, you know, Hopskip is what? In the corner of the room just raising their eyebrows at you. You gotta go. It's time to go. Like, okay, how does she? So bad things start out. Does she just help with ordinary events? Like she's just a crime fighter? Or do, does, like, you know, Queen Beryl show up? Like, that kind of mm. thing. like Bad things start ha- I mean, there's already bad things always happening in a fantasy world. Like, you know, like, demons show up or, like, a monster attack. Is she just, like, another hero in this world? You know what? I'm going to throw out something a little bit. I'm going to throw out in a slightly different
1: direction. Yeah, please. What if she's just, what if it really is just that she's, like... Helping people. Oh, Jeff, it's perfect. Like, you know, it's like you said, like, there's always magical things. There are, there are demons. There are people who will fight these monsters. There are, there are people who will go fight the dragon, right? Yeah, yeah. What if it's, what if she's just like, I'm here to like, help make people a little bit safe. Like, what if it's not that she's fighting some grand super villain, but it is very much it's, she's just pulling people out of burning buildings and like using her gifts to just like. Pull people out, like to safety, and then, like, Ugh. were a super villain or a magical scourge come to, like, threaten it. She's ready. Like, she might, she, she could face that. She could face that challenge. But, like, she just is also very much just, like, yeah. There was a, there was a mudslide, and like people's ha- like people's homes are underwater, or like under, are like, ver- are like damaged. I have the gifts. Like, my my powers
0: can help me kind of like assist with that. Can I give you a pitch, which is one of my favorite things about like superhero stories about young people? Yes. Catherine's big moments of heroism, I think, happen you know, in, because I'm trying to think of the Magical Girl trope when, like, they're at school, and it's like, oh, no, I have to leave. What if yeah. Catherine the Magical Girl channeller story is one where, like, she's the hero that people need, like, in this theme of helping people with their feelings and, you know, this thing, what if she is a hero to a lot of her peers in a high school setting, which is occasionally very difficult, where yeah. if it's, like, you know, you're at rehearsal and someone is going through something. Catherine is there to... Catherine is, like, if she has an understanding of emotions and how, like, to better manifest them and to be helpful, she then would be, like, helping her fellow teenager be, you know, accept their feelings and, you know, empower them in ways. While also, yes, being a superhero. But, like, you know when Spider-Man goes to the party and helps out by, like, using his web... I'm always like, if Spider-Man have such, like, an adult, like, grown-up, he's seen so much grown-up shit that, like, I think he could be better served by helping his fellow teenager, like work through stuff and so i think like the episodes of this anime that we're setting up would be like yes catherine like you know here's the the fire alarm you know she hears the you know whatever and runs out and saves people from the burning building but also like at rehearsal when someone's parents are going through a divorce catherine is there to like you know take them out of that and help them through these things with her understanding and her giant rabbit
1: i like that a lot and i think that kind of It leads to two kind of things that, like, I think are the notes that we can end this episode on. Like, I think that we, I think we hit it. Can we roll on tables, though? Yes, but first I want to put the two kind of closing notes here. Absolutely. One, this tells us, like, how, like, this tells us that she probably could very well be the first channeler and could spread that gift to the world Mm -hmm. in the form of theater camps and traveling productions and, you know, theater, like, academies and things.
0: I love the idea that theater and art is part of this. Yeah, absolutely. We're like, that usually is um, like, you know, as anyone who has done theater when they're young, know, it is the gateway to like having a lot of feels, you know, Mm -hmm. and, you know, starting to like, you know, really explore different people and stuff like that and meet people and... I like the idea that it's kind of a – Catherine starts this, like, young people center thing, you know, like theater camps and just places where people can hang out and, you know, be with other young people and hang out and, like, have fun and, you know, there's counseling and there's things like that. Like, this really community approach to, like – you know, she's a hero, yes, but like also she's mentoring young people because she had a magical rabbit, you know, to help yeah. her. Like I know we're not getting into like the nitty gritty of like the relationship and stuff because it's an hour podcast, but like I-, I think it's like you know I had this magical f- I had a friend that helped me when I was young, really become the hero that I I didn't know I had even had in me, you know, yeah. and I think other people should have that experience, and so it's sort of this like. This enriching environment she creates with the Hop Skip Academy, yeah, that is just like a place where not academy, but like the Hop Skip Center, where you can go and just like
1: I like I like academy, you
0: like the Hop Skip Academy,
1: because like because that means that like in the future it's like a big fancy, it's a full it's a full X Men affair. Oh yeah, you get that you get that superhero school drama. I love this. Yes. Okay. So we d- I think we did it, and then the last note that i want to do before we roll on table yeah i mean that's why she is a constellation i know like she she went on to change the world and to bring a lot of positive energy and help so many people that like she's remembered as so the mentor to so many people yeah that like she just lives on forever she is she is if so many people think of her as oh yeah she was the person that helped me like figure out what i wanted
0: to do so she's the mentor constellation yes. i mean she that's why she came to primrose like she, she helped Primrose. Yep. Like this is the same. This is the same shit. Oh my god, yep. we did it! It all clicked. It all clicked. Tell ya. Yeah. All right. So tables, though. What do we roll on for this
1: one? I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. Let's go with artist. All right. So we're gonna roll the artist backgrounds from where is the, where is the website? This is from dndwiki.com. The fifth edition, uh, a fan made fifth edition background. Cool. Give me a D8 for personality trait.
0: All right, let me get out my D eight. Um, there it is. Eight. My art is private; only my
1: commissioned works are for the public eye.
0: <laughs> it work for free.
1: I actually have a, I actually have a very good pitch for this. Please. So we made a lot of jokes. We're actually gonna pull in the four minutes of bullshit that started this episode. We made a lot of jokes about like working for exposure and like shitty work conditions. What if part of her like mentorship is basically being like, no, is basically like insisting on like teaching people a level of like, no, like you like you, you value your work and understand like, so what if part of the academy is like contract negotiation mm. and like pricing and freelance rates and things that like, she's like, you have your work is incredible and valuable and important. You know, work on, do the things that you want to be doing, but, like, value the work
0: that you're doing at the same time. I dig that it's like a true mentorship, not in, like, a hero way of, like, when you come across a great owl bear. like, no, it's like, here's how to do your taxes to best not ruin your life, and how here's how... You know you can, like you said, negotiate a contract so that you don't get screwed. Like just things like for life. Here are
1: red flags. Here are red flags when someone
0: reaches out to you with like, uh, like a job question. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I really dig that. It's uh, a men- it's a life mentorship. It's not just yeah. how to become a channeler. It's like how to no. do best have a good life and how to have balance.
1: She's an actress and eventually a theater director. Like she is. She is she knows how to like manage art, and I think that's like a part of it. Is she's like, look, if somebody comes to you and says like they're looking for like says they wanna they wanna expose your work,
0: like that's a red flag. Yeah. Tell them to eat shit and tell them to pay you.
1: Tell them you're a rate, and then if they if they are serious, they will like, they will at like, least
0: acknowledge it. I love that. Worst thing that they say is they can't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> I dig it. I like that Catherine is like a not so. I hate when it's the character is just like, I am the greatest bladesmith and I can teach you how to make a blade. I'm like, that person's lived a whole life. I'm sure they have a lot more to teach you than just They're, how to forge a sword. She's, she's very, she's, she's had a lot of very intense theater experience. Yeah. She's just lived an entire life and she's willing to share her wisdom. Give me a D6 for an ideal. Um, animal D6, go. Three, frog. Now, this is interesting
1: because this is listed as evil. Mm hmm. But I disagree. The actual wording of it, I strongly disagree. And I think it's perfect. Vandalism. The world is my canvas. I will paint it how I please, and no one will tell me otherwise. Oh, that is, it, that is perfect. And it's all, I don't feel like it's, I feel like the wording of that is not evil at all. No, They say, I will live my life on my terms, and like, I, w- I will share my art on my terms, I feel like
0: is, is like, not evil at all. I think that's, like, the core – that's, like, the lantern core speech for a channeler of someone mm-hmm. who's, like, you live your life, and you you accept it as it comes, and you live in the moment, you know, and you and you bring out – whatever comes out is what comes out, and you work with it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not something you can predetermine, so enjoy it, and you – this is your life. You know, you make it – It's now or now. Yeah, it's now – I'm, you're not gonna live forever i just want to live while i'm alive it's my life um but tr- <laughs> fuck but truly, like it's about seizing your destiny and things like that <laughs> but yeah it's all about like seizing destiny and like forging your own path and just yeah being your own person like no two channelers are the fucking same right and that's why it's fucking awesome yeah give me a d6 for a bond also wait before i do it's also cool to know you get this image of Catherine being like oh i don't give a fuck like what the world because someone would obviously be like wow Catherine, you're a hero or like you know you did this and it's like no i'm i want to go back to rehearsal like i'm not gonna let you make me this
1: i have a life i have a life life. i won't give it up important the magical girl is important that
0: she have a life yeah and I think that's the coolest part of this is like this world is my canvas. I'm going to make what I want with this power. You know, some people might be like, I'm a channeler. I'm going to wander and you know fight demons and shit. Catherine is like, no. It's important for me to help my friends, help
1: yeah. people in need. If you want to, if you want to go wander and you know be a big legendary hero, you go do that. Yeah. It is important to me
0: that I do this because it's important about this whole character is that it's people doing. You know, what's what What they need in the moment and what they need yeah. to keep them emotionally powerful. So I yeah. love that Catherine is just like, nah, I'm good. I'm going to stay here and finish high school. Yep. All right. Love it. Give me a D6 for a bond. I'll roll again. I already rolled, but I got a one horse. That's pretty
1: good. If you want to go with a one, that's pretty good. What is it? I am forever indebted to the one that taught me
0: my craft. That's why she named it the Hop Skip Academy. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Okay. So what that gives me an image of. And I'm in the woods and Hopskip is like, how are you today? And Catherine not really knowing like, you know, what this and I don't want to have like some kind of like karate kid type relationship. It genuinely is like they're just friends. And, you know, Hopskip is trying to encourage her to like, you know, develop this because it, it's a lot. So yeah. I think they're in the woods and she's like, how are you today? And she's like, I had a really shitty day. OK, I'm like, I'm fucking bummed. You know, um, fucking Victoria said that my monologue was bad, you know, my mom is on me about not finishing my homework because we were out putting out that fire. And like, I don't know, I just feel like shit. And, you know, Hop Skip and her kind of sit in like a silence for a while. And it's just like, okay, what are you feeling? It's like, like, I feel terrible. I feel upset. You know, but she's not noticing that like the forest around her is like getting bigger and like the trees are growing and like she's nourishing all these plant life and stuff. And it's like, see, just by putting it out into the universe, you're you're giving out an energy, Catherine. You know, you're you're providing something. Your feelings are important and they have power and like it's okay that you live in it because look, your your day has been crap. You know, you're feeling really low and really beat up. But look at all – turn around. Look at all the good you've done. Look Mm -hmm. at what you give out into the world just by being you. And she's like, Mm -hmm. holy shit. Like, that, I think, was a big lesson for her. And when she sees this, like, lush, beautiful world that she's kind of – not created, but, like, she – just her being alive and feeling things has created so much beauty. It's like, it's not just about you, Catherine. Like, the world is so big and you're – because it kind of is understanding – Just like the energy that you're putting out into the world. And I love that. Yep, I love it. Cool. Give me a D6 for a flaw. Fell off my desk.
1: Two, fish. A two is, if there's no gain for me in any way, there's no way
0: I'll do it. Hmm. What do you Mm -hmm. think about that?
1: I I, I think it's that, like, she kind of learns over the course of being a hero. I think this is very late, very late, Catherine. Mm -hmm. This is very late, Catherine. This is when she's a director. This is something that she tries to impart to your to her students where she's like look if if you're not going to get anything from it don't sign up for something like she's like yeah I did a lot of work and you know and I, I I did a lot I did a lot of heroic things in my career and I got something from them I helped people I felt good like it gave me context it let me train my skills there were a lot of times that somebody came to me and was like why don't you join this like team of great heroes and travel the land because I wouldn't have gotten anything from that. I'd have hung out with people that wouldn't have appreciated my skill set. I'd have, I'd have put in a bunch of work. I'd have like put myself in danger. I'm not going to get anything out of that. And if I, if I am, it's not going to be what I want. Put the work in and do the things that you want to be doing. Don't just agree to work on things because, oh, well, I guess I gotta. And I think it, it, it ties back into her idea that like, the world is her canvas and that, like, she is, you know, demanding her thing. She's demanding her her the her art on her terms.
0: I love that. She won't compromise. Well, she will, but not like, th- this is my life and that is something that I won't compromise. And that's the whole Magical Girl thing of, like, I'm going to yeah. do what I want. This power complicates my life, but I'm going to do my best to live it the way I see fit. And I think that's a wrap on Catherine the Rabbit. It is. Catherine and Hopskip... The We figured out who Catherine was finally and why she's a constellation and why she visited Primrose because she's the first channeler who Mm -hmm. just helped the world and, you know. Inspired a generation. Yes. Fuck, that's so good. Thank you so much, Magical Girl Kira, for your initial prompt of wanting a magical person.
1: Thank you so much. It was a good it was a good prompt. And thank you so much to Gazer, Mr. Gazzer on Twitter, for the additional prompt that her animal advisor is a Flemish rabbit, and for introducing me to this world of big, beautiful rabbits. Yeah, thank you so much. They're so big! They're
0: so big and amazing, They're and so I want one so, They're bad. so big. <laughs> if you'd like to submit a prompt to our show for use in a future episode in creating the greatest story of all time, even if it's something as simple as, like, what character class you'd like us to kind of retool, maybe, send us a prompt. There are a million ways you can do it.
1: There sure are. You can tweet at us at AMFC underscore podcast using the hashtag fantasy children. You can post them to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash all my fantasy children. You can post them to our discord at bit.ly slash AMFC discord. You can email them to us at allmyfantasychildren at gmail.com, or you can go to allmyfantasychildren.com and use the content submission form.
0: Yeah, while you're there, check out our band camp where all the music from the show goes for zero whole dollars. You can check out our Wikipedia page curated by Katie Kolop, and you can find a link to our Discord to come and chat with us all the time. It's fun. Yeah, it's a it's a good time. Yeah, uh, jeff is a second podcast why aren't you listening to it turn this off party of one is an actual play
1: focused on two-player role-playing experiences every week uh i sit down with a friend we play through a short two-player game uh we have some laughs maybe a few tears we have a really good time you can find new episodes at party of one com. yeah all my fantasy children is
0: part of the one-shot
1: podcast network Yes, indeed. The One Shot Podcast Network is an incredible collection of podcasts focused on tabletop role playing games and about making the tabletop hobby more fun and more inclusive. If you enjoy this show, consider checking out Design Doc, a, ch- uh, a show in which Hannah Schaefer and Evan Rowland take a journey to create a sequel to Questlandia. It is a long term look at the nuts and bolts of game design as it happens. You know, it is a week. It is a weekly or bi weekly look at like creating a game. In process through play testing and concept design, it is a fascinating podcast that I can't recommend enough.
0: Yeah, so go check that out. Um, verbal hug this week.
1: A uh, verbal hug this week. Uh, listen to Catherine. God damn it. Yeah. Value your work. Yes. Believe in believe in the things that you do. Work on the projects that you're passionate about. Make shit happen. Two K nineteen. Yeah. Do the things that do the things that matter, and like work on the projects that that mean something to you and value your work and don't put it don't put in free work if you're not getting something out of it you know in another way like your work has such tremendous important value that like don't devalue it because you deserve
0: you deserve the best of things come i i completely agree i have nothing that like do your work you know know its value charge people appropriately for that value yeah and you know grind it out 20 teen, make shit happen 2019 do your thing be strong it's hard out there but you know can be easier with a traveling party
1: yeah find and support the people that will help you understand things yeah
0: find and support the people that will find that will help and support you yeah you know exactly well put i think that's i think that's that feels
1: right that feels like the right verbal hook yeah is that it think that's it until next time good night and good game